Hi, it's Jay. Quick note before we start the show, we're introducing a new feature today. Occasionally, we'll do an episode where we address one topic or a question and put it out there as a shorter show or a bonus episode, and we call it a house call. Today's our first house call, and we'll do more from time to time. And this is a good chance to remind you, send us your questions. The links for our email address and our Twitter handle, they're in the show notes. All right, thanks for listening. Now let's get right to the show. Time to go beyond the locker room talk and listen in with me, GB, producer Jay, former patients and current friends of our own Cornell-trained, world-renowned urologist and surgeon, Dr. Michael Hyman. Let's talk about the issues on men's minds where no topic's out of bounds on another sit-down with two men and a doc. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the podcast. GB. Oh. GB. 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 Producer J. <laughs> Hello, Doc. Doc. Hello. Dr. Hyman. Dr. M. Something nice, just Doc. You know, I don't have that. Doc. No one right. says, hey, mister. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Senator. That would be nice. Got the Doc. Senator. Senator. That sounds good, right? That what about Chancellor? Mm, feels very German. Admiral. Oh, that's a lot of work. Captain. Not bad. Cap. 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 Cap's not bad. Or Skipper. <laughs> skip. You can call me. Skip. You can call skip. me Skipper if you want. I no, guess. Skip. Skipper. Right. Do you ever notice Captain Crunch is not actually Captain? It's, it's, it's Captain. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's got the. I'm, not, I'm not sure that he actually went to any sort of military training whatsoever. That's a good question. Oh, I, I love <laughs> Captain Crunch. He's got the uniform. Yeah. And I love uh, peanut butter crunch. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do they still have the peanut butter one? Oh yeah. I don't remember that. Very healthy. Oh yeah. There's that. the Reese's. No, no peanut butter crunch. What, what about Count Chocolat? Oh yeah. What do, what do you got? Got, got the chocolate milk at the end? Yeah, and the Fruity Pebbles. Mm. Wow, you kind of all <laughs> lined up there. Oh, yeah. That's Honey good. Nut Cheerios. Sure. Apple Jacks. Wow. <laughs> Frosted <laughs> Flakes. I'm getting memories now. All right. It's starting to salivate Kicks. over here. Oh, you hear that sound? You know what that means. I wonder who could be at the door. It's a house call with Dr. Hyman. Ah. Today's house call. All right, so what are we talking about? But let's let's talk about. Um, you had mentioned something we haven't talked about yet, but Hironi's disease. Hironi, that's it. Yeah. Common, not common. More common than you think. More common. Tell us what it is. Hironi's disease is penile curvature, penile and it's named after curvature. Peronis, which is this uh, Italian Greek god delicacy. There's like a Greek god. <laughs> Am I wrong about that? Uh, is there a pastry? Uh, oh, it sounds like a carbonated <laughs> no, if you, beverage. If you, if I'll you, have a Peroni, please. Yeah, with a, yeah, that sounds good. P e y r o n i e s. It's after a Greek god. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, while we're talking, I'm gonna see if I can pull up a picture of the statue of Peroni uh, of Peronis. Um, What's the name of the Roman god who would be? Um, yep, there he is. Look. Is he, he's curved. Oh my goodness! He's got goodness. a curved penis. So they named it after him. I think I don't. I don't, I don't I, know if I would want that. You yeah, know, like you could give I, me like a stadium. Of no, but I think what happened was stadium? that whoever an airport, whoever did this sculpture, you know, for whatever reason, the sculpture has a curved penis, and it happens to be Peroni's. And why? I don't exactly know why. Um, I, I, that's why it got called Peroni's disease. I, I, I think it was just a. One of those things that the that the statue had this curved penis, but they don't 
Yeah, I don't know what the. All right, well, we got some trivia to start us off with. There you go. So, how does it happen? It so, it Bo- happens, I mean, born with it first of no, all. Or no, it's it's there is there is a a um a condition called congenital curvature of the penis, which is not the same thing, and that's for people who congenital curvature of the yeah. penis. So it sounds like the same thing, right? In both situations, the cause of curvature is because. One side of the penis, if you think of it as this kind of has this cylindrical sheath and inside the sheath is where the blood fills up and and causes you to get engorged and then rigid. But if one side of that sheath has some inability to expand versus the other side, then Mm. the side that doesn't expand, you're going to have this asymmetry and you're going to curve to that side. So in the case of Peroni's disease, you develop these little scars in that sheath or these little plaques. They're plaques. They're like points of thickening. Um, and it leads to the inability to that area where those thickening plaques are to fill or to expand. So now the other side is going to expand right. disproportionately and you're going to bend over to that so side. So you're not going to see it unless you are in that rigid state. Correct. You won't see it unless you have an erection. However, some people will report feeling these plaques when they're flaccid. They'll say like, oh, I feel this lump in my penis. And they're most commonly on the top side or what we, in, you know, we urologists refer to the dorsal side of the penis. On that top side of the penis is where they typically most commonly form. And that is why the penis typically bends upward. So if, it, if that plaque is on the top of your penis and you have an erection, it's going to bend up like towards your head. Hmm. But sometimes they'll, they'll form more, they'll form on the top, but like more on the right or more on the left. So, so like it will a, bend up and to the left or up and to the right. So it's not a sharp bend like a it garden could, hose. It could it? be. It could be not, not like the, a kink, but it can be, <laughs> it can be like a right angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You literally can have such severe curvature that your penis is coming out when it's erect and it just makes a right turn and literally it's a right angle. So you can't, it's almost impossible to have sex. Yeah. Wow. So it can be really severe. Is it painful? When they first start to develop the erection itself, the, well, when they, when these plaques first start to develop, they can be, um, painful. Yes. During the erection, Hmm. they can hurt while you're having an erection. Yes. So, so it can hurt the man, and then um, it sounds like it would be rather difficult to have intercourse. Correct. It could be very difficult to have intercourse. And does intercourse. this come on slowly over time? It tends to come on like in a matter of months, um, but it's what, there's a, what we call a dynamic phase, which means it's, it's continually building up these plaques, and so the curvature can continue to you know, worsen. And then of course it can change sort of directions. Like you'll be like, wow, the last few months it's been bending to the right, but now it's starting to also bend upwards. So it's like the, the, the plaque is expanding and kind of growing. And so it's now affecting the direction or the severity of the curvature. Is it it plaque or scar tissue? Well, we call it a plaque, but, uh, it is, it is, Histologically, which means under a microscope, you want to say that word? Histologically, <laughs> histologically. I can see him bending yeah. towards the microscope. Right. Bending. I'm bending towards the microphone. Um, 
histologically means microscopically. Um, under a microscope, it 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 resembles um, it, it like a sort of like a scar. But what they know is that the fibers that are building up are composed of uh, dense collagen, and collagen is like you know the stuff in your uh, well, it's it's collagen is is fibrous material that your body makes put hmm. it that way so so do you do like an x-ray or an ultrasound to, to, question. Di to diagnose this Good stuff question so will um and and if you do does it need to be erect um well like i said you can as a, as a urologist we can usually we can almost always palpate these plaques on a physical exam we literally can just kind of and, and you can figure it out for yourself if you sort of squeeze the penis tissue along the length of the penis, you'll feel these these harder areas, and, and they feel like lumps, and they feel kind of plasticky, mm. and they typically are on the top of the penis. And it wasn't. And if it's you, you're going to be like that wasn't there before, and those are Peroni's plaques. That's what we call them. I would think so, that it, that you know, if you're having this slight bend, you're not going to run to the doctor. You're going to just figure it's going to work itself out. And if so it's by the time slight, they do, yes, maybe it's too late. Correct. Um, in, in truth, it's, it's, um, but unless, you, you haven't but, talked about treatment yet, but so if you've got, if you've got like fish hook penis, you, you got to go see the doctor. Right. Right. But what, what, what he's saying is that if it's, when it's first starting, it may just seem like a slight bend, like you used to be perfectly straight. And now it's a slight curve. And you're just kind of shrugging and saying, "Well, that's weird," but hopefully that'll just normalize. Or maybe, maybe your but penis another, is telling you, "Hey, another, I don't want to go there. Please." But turn then another around. three months later, it's like a fish hook. So then you're running to the doctor, and you're like, yeah. "What the hell is going so, on?" So, so would an exam ever involve taking a measurement of the penis? A measurement? I mean, what what we <laughs> what we would sometimes do is um, we'll do a test. And we've talked about this, I think, in the erectile dysfunction uh, podcast, where we'll also inject a medicine in the penis, which will induce an erection in the office. Hmm. Oh, and yeah. that way we can actually measure for ourselves um, how much curvature there is. And we literally will use like a protractor so that we can actually uh, determine what the angle of curvature hmm. is. It could be a 30 degree curvature. It could be an... 70 degree per curvature and yes sometimes we'll look at the length of the penis because if it's in a dynamic phase it will give us a baseline and if we want to see if it's yeah, getting worse a couple we'll weeks repeat later it yeah, six sure. months later and right. see where you're at. and yes it can cause penile shortening um for sure and um just I'm quickly i'll say that that congenital curvature i was talking about is someone who's simply born with less um of that sheath material, which is called the tunica abuginia, less of that sheath material is simply formed on one side of the penis than the other. So from the time you're born, you've got this congenital curvature, but it's typically not severe. Um, occasionally, it is very bothersome to people, and we do correct it. Um, they're more commonly, curvature is more commonly in a downward direction in those congenital curvature guys. So if it's like something you've noticed from the time you were, you went through puberty that you've got like a downward curvature with erections, you probably have congenital curvature. And what's, you, what is the treatment? 
There's a treatment we do called plication, which means we remove a little bit of that sheath material on the top side and sort of pinch it together with suture so that it basically straightens it out. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. We so, plicate oh, the top. Compensate on the other side. Correct. Do you, do you ever take a protractor to see what type yeah, of degree that... Uh, you missed it, but oh, I did yeah. say that. Yeah, okay. I said that. So, so the treatment for Peronis has radically... <laughs> <laughs> Producer Jay just took away the phone from uh, from GB <laughs> folks. He was he was researching while we were talking. And he's Producer like a Jay, freshman in biology. Yeah, he's Producer like Jay put up. the kibosh he's on it. He's he's just, he just reached over and grabbed the phone I, well, and took it away. Well, apparently there's like personal uh, penis uh, stretching exercises. That's true. Uh, if you're on some medicine called Zyaflex. Zyaflex. He's skipping ahead. Right. He was that said. kid where the teacher That's would be said. like, yeah. yeah, the teacher would be going over the math lesson and he'd like doing like, you know, okay, now we're going to talk about addition. Right. And then GB would be like, well, what about when you have a line in those two dots? It says it's supposed to be division. What about that? And then the teacher will be like, we haven't gotten yeah. to that section I so, yet. I was so intrigued with these uh, stretches. You can research on your own. You're time. welcome to work yeah. on that on yourself. No problem. Sorry. Um, so anyways, so it turns out, and this is what's interesting is that my former uh, partner who retired uh, just last year, uh, Dr. Martin Gelbard, um, when he was a resident in the uh, late 70s, he did a research project. This was at UCLA. And since he knew that a lot of these plaques were filled with these collagen fibers, there is an enzyme called collagenase, and it breaks down collagen. It, you know, mildly, it'll break down the collagen. And so he did a study when he was a resident, and he injected these plaques with collagen, and sure enough... Uh, in 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 rodents, so they 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 somehow made a model for developing peronies in rodents. I don't exactly know how Little the model worked. Rodent penises. Ro rodent penises that developed curvature, and when he injected the collagen in them, they straightened out. And so he said, "Hey, this is a great treatment." And you would think that the pharmaceutical industry would have jumped on that, but they didn't. They didn't really believe it was a, there was a big enough market for it and that it was common enough. And he kind of lobbied to do this for many years, and it kind of you know, well, died how, out. Is well, that what how Botox is? Is Botox a type of collagen? No, Botox is, a, is like a paralytic agent. Oh, it right, paralyzes right. muscle. Right. How common is Peroni? So like out of every 1,000 or 100 people? I'd have to look it up, but I would, I would say that it's, yeah, I would say that it's somewhere around 10% um, of all men develop some degree of, you know, of, of a, the, of of a mild form of Peroni's, but it, uh, as far as enough to be clinically significant where they would want to have a doctor look at it or treatment, you're probably getting down to like less than 5%. Of right. And then, and then, and then of that, it, it's really, you're only going to go seek treatment from the doctor if you're really experiencing a discomfort a discomfort or you're it's really limiting you uh, sexually you having a hard time penetrating because there's so much curvature and i mean there's some people who are just simply freaked out well how do you know if in. it's your curvature or something with your partner if you're not familiar with this you mean in terms of causality i don't know what you're asking the well, partner's curvature yeah maybe the partner has a curvature of some sort is that possible the vagina is correct curved? And it's causing your penis to become well, no, curved? no, you don't know. You're saying I'm everybody trying has to a figure slight, out what's going on in GB's mind. You're saying that there's if you, a slight if you, if curvature. If you're hearing this conversation, it means I couldn't edit it out for some reason. <laughs> 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 so that's a little inside track. <laughs> 
Um, no, I, I think that because um, you just said you just said that um, unless you're experiencing pain or if there's a curvature that prevents you from having penetration. So my question is, if you have a slight curvature, maybe you're not experiencing pain, but you're still having trouble with the penetration. Is it possible there could be something with your partner? That's all. No, that's it, all. The I'm answer is at. no. If your if your right. penis so is, maybe maybe you if should you have a, look. Sound. If your penis is curving like a right angle to the right. How are you going to be able to penetrate somebody if you're like that? Well, I was thinking, I was looking at the Peroni right. statue, okay. and I thought it was right. curving straight but up. But sometimes it literally is like this. So it's almost like a hook coming back at you. Literally, mm. it can almost make a U-turn. Your mm. penis, mm. the head of your penis can almost start to literally curve wow. back at you. Yeah. So it could be that severe. Wow. So, so I, yeah. I had a question. Um, some, I, I, I don't know if this is all men or not, but I've heard, isn't there like, you can either hang to the left or hang to the right, just sort of normally, where there's just a general. It's like pick a side. Sort yeah, of, right? I mean, I and think that, that's, I know that's no, that's, that's not related that, to no, this. Really no, but that's a congenital. Question. That gets back to congenital curvature, but it's so it's, mild. It's not related. It's so mild. The congenital curvature is so that when you actually have an erection, it straightens out. Okay, I have a question yeah. on this. How do you know it wasn't a bad circumcision that makes you go? Uh, hang to the left or to the circumcision right. Circumcision is has nothing uh, to do with anything. To, yeah, that, that's different. Okay. All right. So, anyways, getting back to the collagenase, they, maybe they would cut a little bit too much on the left. No, 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 no. So, finally, a pharmaceutical company. But we company, do have an episode on circumcision. Okay. Yeah, we'll we get to it. Um, or we've been to it two or three somewhere yeah. back there. Um, so, th finally, about five or six years ago, they approached my partner. At that point, you know, any kind of. Uh, Unfortunately, I think any kind of, uh, what do you call it? Not copyright, but uh, patent, patent uh, had expired. So he really wasn't in it financially, but they did approach him as an expert and said, look, we want to develop this. So he was involved in the development of it. I don't think he had any kind of financial windfall, unfortunately, but they did develop this new drug called Zyaflex, which is basically this collagenase. And it's actually become the standard of care treatment. Before they had collagenase, the only way you could treat this would be to really excise the plaque. You had to go in there surgically, what we call deglove the penis, which sounds pretty scary under anesthesia. Yes, it basically it means it making a don't, circumferential don't. incision <laughs> behind the head of the penis and just sliding the skin uh, down okay. so that you can expose that plaque. Good night. And then... <laughs> And then you would excise or basically cut out that plaque, and we would use a graft. A I've graft never seen Jay like this. Yeah, Jay's, he's Jay's literally kind of twisting right now. Twisting, he's and he's twisting really and uncomfortable. He's getting a little white. We're de-sheathing oh. things. I don't really. <laughs> he's, he's, he can't handle it. He can't um, handle the degloving. Can I'm just so you yeah. would you would graft. So you now you'd have this big hole in the sheath, or not a hole, but like a you need a patch. You've taken out this whole section of the sheath on that part where the plaque was, and you have to put some material there. And it could be artificial, or you could harvest it. Um, in the case of my partner, Dr. Martin Gelbart, he would harvest it from what's called the temporalis fascia, which is the sheath covering the muscle called the temporalis mu uh, muscle, which is behind your ear. Oh, it's very supple. Yeah, he found that that sheath, the temporalis sheath, was most similar to the way the uh, fibers aligned on the penis. So he would have an ENT come in <laughs> and harvest some of that sheath material behind the ear uh, on the temporalis muscle. And then he would um, 
use that material and patch the uh, those gaps that were wow. created when you took out the plaques. And he would always tell the patients that this is like a compromise of sort. Like you're not necessarily going to be perfect. It's not necessarily going to be perfectly straight. You may still have some loss of length, but we, it, you know, we will get you back to being functional. And that, that is interesting that he case. found that patch of skin. Because well, it's not skin. It's the temporal. He would take. He would. They would dissect down to the temporalis muscle. It's, it's so soft and it's the back sheath there. It's covering the muscle. But yeah. wow, very interesting. Yeah. So that would be a, what's called a temporalis fascia graft and plaque excision. But now you can just inject this collagenase, this Zyoflex, into the plaque, and a lot of times that will take care of it, and it'll so straighten it do out. do you need like a physical therapy script to, to get that massaged out? Uh, no, but we, we instruct the patients on doing those stretching exercises, and we also do something called modeling. So they come into so the office, and we try to have the... We try to stretch out those plaques. So, so how how do you instruct? Do you, do you do a hands-on demo? How exactly? We get a we get a show uh, one of those models from one of those like Playboy magazines. Come no, we we have a brochure that shows a them brochure. how to stretch the penis. Okay, so you don't do a hands-on demonstration on the patient. Yeah, we do. We do. We put on our gloves and we say, "Look, you got to pull the penis like this." And you you do we, this or the nurse? We do it. I do it. Okay, I show them. Hmm. And then um, you also show them that when they're having an erection, you can tell them to kind of gently try to bend the penis in the opposite direction of the curvature. So if they're curving up, and wait, 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 that, so this is while they're getting the Zyflex. The oh, Zyflex is in cycles. You give them like oh. you give them like one injection, and then like two, three, three days later, you give them another injection, and then a few days later, you give them another injection, and you show them how to do these hmm. stretches and traction and kind of pulling on it. And sometimes they can get a crack in the in 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 one of these plaques. Um, while they're having an erection during the treatment, and it's very scary because they'll call you and they'll be like, like "Oh my God, I'm, I'm I felt this pop, and now my penis is all, you know, swollen and black and blue. It looks like a like an eggplant. Uh, it's all purple." And we have to reassure them and say, "Look, this." So is, that's not an emergency no, to go it's, down it's, to the ER. No, wow. um, but they but we tell them to call us just so we can kind of listen to what what they ha what happened but would you return the call that evening or yes. would you wait till their next day that evening uh, in the middle of the night if necessary is there an age that uh, this is more common than not uh you know i would say uh certainly you know starts to happen to guys if it's going to happen like in their 30s um, up until they're in their 60s is is there is anybody is this like a, a genetic predisposed uh, not, issue not that really there's never really been a clear um, sort of disease model for this in other words no one's really determined anything causal there's been some so you like know, overuse been, doesn't well that's I'll get to that in a second but I mean there, there was some question of whether like smokers were more predisposed smokers yeah or mm. diabetics and things like that but for the most part nothing's really been shown definitively the, the the theory is as you just alluded to is that some people imagine like people who get keloids you know what a keloid is what's a keloid you know like when you there's some people who get a cut and they'll get this big heaped up scar from their cut um, yeah. really heaped up. Okay. No, that, not that's, like that's that. That's a little keloid. No, I'm talking like a huge, <laughs> thick, that's heaped altoid. up scar. <laughs> those are those are those tend to be genetic predispositions to people who develop that. It is believed that that from it's, it is like kind of a, a use, wear and tear kind of a phenomenon. This is a theory that there are little micro traumas in that sheath 
little micro traumas to people, you know, think about it, having sex over and over again. And maybe you're putting some sheer forces on this rigid penis with other people or by yourself. It's up to you or both. It's up to you. And, but it could mean the overuse could be either. And then you're periodically causing these little micro tears in the, in the fibers. And then the body kind of goes crazy and develops this. Jay squirming again. (laughs) There may be a overuse issue. I'm not sure. Not a problem. So that's that's the theory in terms of how it forms, how oh. those Peroni's plaques develop. All right. Well, that's uh, that covers it, I think, for now. Anyway, that's the house call for the day. Appreciate it, Doc. All right. There you go. Thanks for the visit. Absolutely. GB. Yeah, and very good. It, it it reminds me of the doorbell ring, um, on it's like a Mister Rogers type children's show when you hear the doorbell. <laughs> and think, you always wonder who's at the door. Yeah, I don't think he talked about Who this. Could though. Be I'm, that? I'm, I'm, Who could I be never that? saw that episode. <laughs> but uh, it, it boys was and a- girls, today we're going to talk about penile curvature. <laughs> it was actually in Mrs. Doubtfire with Robin Williams when he created the dinosaur show. The dinosaur show with 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 the character Mrs. Doubtfire, and the, and there was always a doorbell. And children, I wonder who that could be at the doorbell. Right. At the door. Now we know. Thanks, guys. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Two Men and a Doc is hosted by Dr. Michael Hyman, GB, and Jay Tannenbaum. Produced by Jay Tannenbaum. The views and opinions expressed here by Dr. Hyman are based on his medical training and experience, but if you or someone you know are experiencing any medical issues, you should, of course, consult your own physician. We welcome your questions about men's health or anything you've heard on this podcast, so write to us at mail at twomenandadoc.com. That's M-A-I-L at twomenandadoc.com. If you live in the Los Angeles area and want to see Dr. Hyman, you can find his contact info at drhymanla.com. That's D-R-H-Y-M-A-N-L-A.com. And these links are also in the show notes. That's it for this week. See you next time on Two Men and a Doc.